Merry Christmas. I'm sure you're sick of hearing that by now, but we are now officially halfway through our 12 days of Christmas season. We're only five days removed from what many consider the end of Christmas season. We're now in the middle of what I like to call the dead week. Everyone is like a zombie and recovering from all the chaos that the Christmas season brings to their lives. And for many, that could be directly related to being with family. Over the past month, you've probably heard a lot about family. In our secular age, it has become the reason for the season. It's to spend time with family, to go to family functions with people you only see once a year. In some unfortunate situations, it's with people you don't like, don't want to associate with, you have to endure being with, and can't wait for the function to be over because you're obligated to be present. Family can be messy. Today is the Feast of the Holy Family. The Roman Catholic Church instituted this day in 1920, one of the more recent additions to the season after it was birthed up north in Canada. It remembers that Jesus was born into a family, particularly with his parents, Joseph and Mary. Some could have an idolized picture of this family, but the gospel accounts give us a quite complex picture of the family that Jesus was raised in. His adopted father, Joseph, since he was not his biological father, threatened to leave his fiancée when he found out she was pregnant, potentially leaving her to a life of immense shame. This family had to go on a run to a foreign land when Jesus was very young to protect his life. As a child, Jesus shows deference to his heavenly father in the temple. We forget that Jesus was not an only child. He was the oldest in a family of seven children. He had four brothers and two sisters. When Jesus became an adult, his siblings didn't even believe in him and showed him some contempt and mockery when he began and was in the middle of his ministry. I mean, think about that household experience for a moment. The perfect God-man entered into this world, into a specific biological family, and experienced the full sinfulness of close proximity to sinners. If even Jesus grew up in a family unit that was far from perfect, why are we surprised when we look at our own stories or the family we are raising and see something less than perfection? But the story of the Incarnation is not just accept what is and move on with life. The Incarnation doesn't turn a blind eye. George Whitfield says this, Jesus was God and man in one person, that God and man might be happy together again. Jesus empathizes with us in our weakness as our great high priest. He understands the complex realities of our family. And he empowers us to do our part in seeing the kingdom of God impact all of the world, including our families. This Christmas season, we are taking time to reflect on the status of our souls. Yesterday, we encouraged you to reflect on your personal and spiritual life. Today, 
We're going to take this feast day to reflect on the family and relationship portions of our life. Like yesterday, I will ask a question for you to reflect on. We encourage you to be in a space where you can take time to reflect. If the pause you hear is not long enough for you to properly reflect, please pause the podcast. As we learn to be happy with God again in our abiding relationship with Him, we want to see this affect all of our relationships. Let's begin. List the names of people who have been the most life-giving to you this past year. Give a letter grade to your overall sense of having community or a sense of sharing life with a few other people. For instance, A for excellent, B very good, C average, D really lacking in friendship. Is your lifestyle, work schedule, and present life realities conducive to having the relationships you feel you both want and need? Look back at your missional community and DNA experiences. What has worked well? What adjustments need to be made in order to be more relationally healthy? Look back to your core family experience this past year. Is it expressing and experiencing 
the love of Jesus and the love of one another that you desire? If so, how can you continue this? If not, what needs to change? As we look to begin a new calendar year, may this be a year that God blesses you abundantly with friendships that remind you of Him.